At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, however you're taking us in. We appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, still to come this hour, Kelly. Uh, we will talk to both Chris Felica, the Bear from Fox Sports on college football, and Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob has a college football play for us. Hit on UNLV last week. Mm-hmm. I don't think his pro play won though. What was his pro play? I don't think it won. Uh, but he has a to- he has a total in the NFL that let me just say is awesome. Let me just say that in advance. <laughs> if ever a total play could be described as awesome, Doctor Bob has one coming up. Uh, Kelly and I will also talk about our uh, plays coming up as well. Um, we get a cloud of smoke from Jason Weingarten a little later as well. Yeah, we are. Yes, we are. Cloud of smoke under cloud of smoke. Um, first. Because we haven't talked about it yet, and I teased it at the beginning, uh, Carissa Thompson, a growing uh, chorus, uh, speaking out about Fox Sports uh, NFL kickoff host and, of course, Amazon Prime's Carissa Thompson, uh, because she admitted yesterday on a podcast that she, and this is not the first time she has admitted this, that she would make up sideline reports at games because she says, quote, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late. And... Uh, this has elicited, as I said, like a, a chorus of, of peers speaking out against her. I mean, you have a lot of people in the broadcast game, a lot of sideline reporters coming out against her as well. Um, I just found, I know this is not a sports betting related thing, but I found it for those of us who are in this space, a fascinating thing because you instantly got this, you know, you had the Neanderthal demo as I like to call it. Maybe that's not fair either. But you, you had a certain demo that was like, oh, no one cares about sideline reporting. We don't care about it. Who cares what you say? It's not the point. The point is, is that we have, to, we have to resist that kind of like knee-jerk, you know, lazy sort of reaction to something like that. The point is, is that you can't... First of all, she should have, if she had admitted before what she said she did, she should have recognized that she just got lucky that no one picked up on it, and yeah. she should never have said it again. <laughs> you just, that's the first thing. That's what I was thinking after. She should have never said it again. The thing, though, that I keep coming back to is, is that she is objectively an attractive woman. Uh, and, you know, people are very sensitive to the fact that, hey, and this is how the world turns. You know, if, if you're attractive, you will, you, you will sometimes get more opportunities than, uh, than someone with equal skill, skills or even better skills that, it, that perhaps is not considered as such. And so it just played into 
so many things that people are super sensitive about. And I do understand the outrage from some folks who haven't gotten the opportunities uh, she necessarily has. And for her to admit that sort of casually really does bother a lot of people, not to mention the even bigger thing, which is just a credibility thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Do I think that that makes Carissa Thompson a bad person? No, I don't. Do I think that that means that she doesn't care about her job currently? No, I don't. I actually think she cares deeply about her job. Um, So I do think there's like, on the one hand, there's an excessive outrage. On the other hand, I do understand it at its core for various reasons. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. It, it, I think the reaction was a little overboard yesterday because, like you said, we don't know the human being. There's still a human being involved, right? But hey, if we're gonna if we're gonna be upset with the NFL and injury reports and stuff like that too, then you know, for especially those of us that work in the media, you should be, um, you know, and if you're ever gonna call yourself a journalist, there is journalistic integrity that comes into play here, and we're talking about someone who often would report. Uh, you know, injuries being a sideline reporter is a major part of your job and just, just admitting that you make up stuff. Any job in life, you have to have some integrity yeah. with it. I mean, you have to have some pride in it. And if you're skating by, then it, then it, it you know, it understandably makes people upset. I totally get it. I, I think it's a fascinating subject, though. I, I still get back to the initial point, which is I can't believe she said it out loud. Probably should have just kept that one to herself. Uh, Chris Felica joins us from Fox Sports. He is the host of the Bear Bets podcast, both college and pro football versions. Good morning to you, sir. Good, good morning. I'm, I'm, I just got back from a, a nice little fun morning around uh, Washington, D.C. Did, did a little uh, sightseeing and shooting a little piece for tomorrow. Nice. Um, there's a good punch, and it's a little to college football. So, uh, yeah, had, had, had a good time in your town there, Gil. Did you? You said you landed at BWI, the RC Cola of DC airports. I should point out BWI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said it might not even be the RC Cola, right. the Walmart Great Value brand of, uh, of <laughs> cola. Yeah. Just, uh, What's up? When you place. when you said you went sightseeing, where did you go? I'm curious. Uh, yeah, we went. We went to the uh, the Jefferson and Lake Morals monument. Okay. Uh, we, we went to went to the White House. When we went to the Tyler Bay, it, it was a uh, a fun little time, and then we went to one other place at the uh, at the very end. And I'm not, I'm not going to steal the thunder of the punchline at the end of the uh, the piece. You'll have to watch Big News kick- oh, kickoff tomorrow. Okay, so you went to the greatest hits. I didn't know if you were doing that monuments or if you like went to Ben's Chili Bowl or something. Okay, um, no, unfortunately no. not. That would have been great. That that would have been a nice one. All right, let's start with the game. Uh, the reason that you are in the D.C. area, the Maryland-Michigan game, obviously, then let me just, let's let's put a bow on it. I called it the most overrated sports story that I could ever remember. And there it is, everybody. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is going to sit out the second and third game of his three-game Big Ten-induced suspension, and that's the end of it. Uh, anything that comes down after this will not apply to this year. If the NCAA does something, it'll be probably for next year. So that's it. Uh, Michigan takes its medicine. Uh, I hope everybody's happy. Uh, they're 19 point favorites. Do you think that has any effect on this game or is it completely inconsequential and you just have a handicap on it anyway? I, I think it's completely inconsequential. I mean, talking to the guys uh, last week when the news came out that Jim Harbor was going to be on the sidelines during the game and Brady and Brady Quinn and Matt lineup both said like, Hey, all, all we're looking for as a quarterback is someone who who's given us the play. Just let us know what it is and we'll, and we'll go with it. So I, I don't think, uh, it has a, a, a real impact. It, it, you'll have both coordinators are there. Harbaugh's been with the team throughout the week uh, at practice, so he's not there for for 
four hours on the sideline or whatever, whatever the game may be. But, but I would disagree that it was an inconsequential story and like a lot to do about nothing because I think what we saw yesterday is kind of telling that Michigan all of a sudden said, oh, okay, well, we'll drop our appeal. We'll, 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 we'll he's three-game suspension, regular season. He won't coach this week. He won't coach Ohio State. And if we make the Big Ten championship game, he'll be back. I, I, I think it feels like there's more there. It almost feels like the Big Ten was like, okay, he, he, here's X, Y, and Z, which maybe we have uh, in, in evidence that ultimately could come out later and maybe be more damning and more damaging. And they were like, okay, well, if you say that we – we don't have anything immediately connecting Jim uh, and, you know, stop the, stop the investigation, the Big Ten, then, uh, okay, well, we'll drop our appeal. Now, it doesn't mean something isn't going to come down the road from the NCAA later on, but, but I think my big brass tacks bottom line is I, I think uh, we would all be very, very, very surprised if Jim Harbaugh were coaching Michigan next year and not. Uh, somewhere in the NFL. Yes, it is definitely consequential in that vein, for sure. And you might be right. It's plausible that they had more on them, and so they just uh, they took their medicine quickly at that point. All right, the floor is yours. What are your favorite bets this weekend in college football? Uh, I, I took 24 with, uh, with Arizona State against Oregon. I mean, there's a long list of recent struggles by Oregon uh, when they go to the state of Arizona, whether it's been Arizona, Arizona State. Um, if, if you look at in the last, it was 2017, I believe it is, uh, 13 actually. They've gone to uh, Arizona five times, four times, uh, ranked team four times. They've left the state a loser three times. It's been as a double digit favorite. ASU, since that game um, early in the year against SC, they played pretty well. They got blown out by Utah, but that was just a cavalcade of injuries. So ASU's defense has played pretty well, and you have. Oregon, maybe with a little bit of uh, college football playoff pressure, uh, maybe potentially tie breaks down the line if they win in a bunch of 12, 12 and one teams, if they do win the Pac-12. Sometimes there's some pressure. Oh, by the way, they have the final Civil War next week, which I think is a big deal. I don't think Arizona State will pull the upset, but I think 24 uh, is too much. Uh, I took three in NC State against Virginia Tech. Uh, this is an NC State defense that's allowed 30 total points in the last three games, never allowed more. And 21 in an ACC game, beat Clemson and nearly beat Louisville. They're certainly capable of going to Blacksburg and winning. Uh, I laid the seven and a half with Texas against Iowa State. I mean, Iowa State last year did do a really good job with that 335, uh, getting Quinn Ewers into some difficult situations. Iowa State's grown up throughout the course of the year. They've got a bunch of freshmen, sophomore uh, at the skill positions on offense. They're certainly playing well right, right now with no Jonathan Brooks is a big deal for Texas, but, but I think Baxter will have a big game. I, I think the Texas defense and the surrounding cast will kind of elevate their game a little bit, the so-called Ewing theory with their star being out. Uh, I do like Texas minus a seven and a half. I took Cincinnati plus six and a half against West Virginia. Uh, Cincinnati finally got uh, that win last week, broke its seven game losing streak. It's a great sign to show that uh, they haven't quit under Scott Satterfield. I mean, West Virginia, what, not much was really thought of the Mountaineers before the year, but that defense is kind of worn down as the year goes on. I see these two teams really, really evenly matched. I think six and a half uh, is too much here. And I laid the big number with Notre Dame. I laid 24 and a half with the Irish. If you look uh, outside of that loss to Ohio State, uh, Notre Dame has just blitzed people in South Bank. 53, 24, 28, 51. They had that up the margins of victory. They had that awful performance in Clemson a couple of weeks ago where that score really wasn't indicative of how non 
non-close, I made up a word, but um, <laughs> it feels like a great spot where Notre Dame off of the idle week, come home, final home game, a weight team that has struggled mightily to score points all year. 21 is the most they've scored in an ACC game, and that was with that miracle finish against Pitt uh, a few weeks back. I, I just see no way Wake can keep up offensively. I think Sam Hartman will do a number on his uh, former team. So th- those are the uh, those are the games at the top of the list for me right there. You got it in, man. Thank you for scrambling to get on. Really appreciate it. Of course. No, I appreciate that. No, I, w- I was hoping we would get out in time, and we certainly did. And uh, look forward to listening to the rest of the show. But- Greg Chris Valik, everybody. Thank you. Big noon kickoff, big noon Saturday, and, of course, the Bear Bets pod. College football and pro football versions available right now as we speak. The great Chris Valik of the Bear. We'll come back. Dr. Bob, once again, a college play and a total in the NFL that might wow you. That's next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. For VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access, become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up today for only $19 for your first month at VSIN.com slash Subscribe. I have a uh, tennis pick on there as well today, Kelly. Have uh, all week long. Sing it well in both football and tennis. Nice. Uh, but the tennis, the tennis play today is I have uh, Zverev giving the game and a half against Rublev. Zverev giving the game and a half against Rublev. Uh, okay, let's talk some more college football and pro football with a pioneer in the industry, in the sports betting industry, that is. Uh, one who... Uh, Created predictive algorithms years and years ago, decades ago. He doesn't want me to make him sound old, so I'm not trying to do that. But I just want to pay uh, his respect or pay my respects to him. He doesn't like the word pioneer. He prefers legend. It's Dr. Bob, everybody. Bob Stoll. How you doing, Dr. Bob? Good. I, I don't mind being old. I mean, I'm 58. That's not too old. I, I started young. But um, I, I just don't want people to think that I'm not on the cutting edge. And deal I've, I've tried to stay... Uh, Stay ahead of the game, and you, so far uh, that's been the case. You so. are on the cutting edge, sir. Let me let me ask you before we get to your plays. Um, how are your college football season win total plays looking here? As we're on the cusp of all of them being graded. Yeah, there's four of them have been decided, and I've won all four of those. 
but I might lose the remaining four. <laughs> so it could be, mm. it could be the first year. It could be the only the second year ever that I haven't had a winning record on the win totals. And of course the last couple of years have been the 19 and three. Um, so the ones that have cast have been Buffalo under Kansas over Arizona, Michigan under. So those are all pretty easy winners. The, the next four are on edge and all going to be close, but I think I'm going to lose them all. Uh, Troy under uh, eight and a half. They're rolling everybody now. They lost a couple early. San Jose State, I have a chance at under five and a half, but they've been rolling lately, so that's up in the air. I need Central Michigan to get a win somewhere, and they're playing like crap. And then New Mexico blew their chance when they uh, lost to Hawaii. So yeah. <laughs> I think sitting at three wins, and I have over three and a half. So I don't think I'm going to get that one either. So Start off four and zero so far, but I think I'm going to end up four and four. Bob, if you do end up four and four, uh, I think I speak for everyone when I say, "How dare you not have a, another?" Uh, How dare season. I not? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. yeah, that has been a the most tried and true thing going on. Dr. Bob's college football season win total. So we'll see how that ends up. Uh, before we get uh, one more question here. What was your take, the, the marquee matchup of the weekend in college football? Well, there's a couple, but uh, one of them obviously is Oregon State and UW. You think that line is where it should be in that ball game? Uh, I think Oregon State should be favored. Washington State defense is starting to have, you know, they started out the season pretty strong, and then they've, they've shown some holes lately. Uh, Oregon State um, is just as good overall. I, I, Washington's a little bit better offensively, and Oregon State's a little bit better defensively now. And Oregon State at home, God, there's six in the last three years. There's sixteen and one straight up, sixteen and one against the number at home, and it's just a tough place to play. Um, so I would. I'm not going to bet the game, but I'd, I'd rather have Oregon State. And I didn't mind it when the line was two and a half. And I think it's gone down. So um, yeah, I think that's the right side. But anything can happen in, in that game. Sixteen and one straight up. Sixteen and one against the spread at Corvallis. Wow. Okay. What college football game? Uh, three uh, years. Yeah. What college football play did you want to share here? Yeah, I don't have anything juicy on any big games, but I, I like UAB against Temple. Uh, I've taken UAB a, a couple times in, in right in the right spots, um, and this is one of those. Uh, Temple's got the seventh worst defense in the nation, uh, and Jacob Zeno is capable of just ripping apart a bad defense. I mean, Zeno's completed seventy five percent of his passes for Trent Dilfer this year. He's the, he's the head coach there in his first year. Um, and the deep ground attacks overall UAB is better than average on a national scale offensively. And they can take advantage of a bad defensive team. The, the only bottom 10 defense that they faced prior to this week was South Florida. They scored 56 points, 646 yards and 8.4 yards per play in that game. Um, the only other really bad defense they faced was Memphis, but Zeno didn't play in that game. So, um, you know, and then you got Temple defense, like I said, already bottom 10. They're giving up 38 points a game to teams that are about a half a yard per play worse than UAB's offense. So I think UAB is going to score 40 plus points um, and seven and a half yards per play or so. And Temple's offense, dreadful the two games without EJ Warner, but it's not like they're great with EJ Warner playing. They're 0.8 yards per play worse than average offensively when Warner's on the field, which is the same rating as UAB's defense, which isn't very good either. So you got UAB with a pretty good offense against a terrible defense, and then Temple's bad offense against UAB's bad defense is a wash. Uh, UAB's laying seven at home, and I think it should be double digits. So uh, I will lay the seven with UAB. And people who are seeing seven and a half should not wager on this, yes? No, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I said up to eight okay. as a best bet. Okay. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I think it's a double-digit win. Okay. All right. We'll do that. I uh, just wanted to clarify. Let us go to the National Football League. I'm fascinated by this total play that you have. Please share. Yeah, I like, I mean, as low as this total is Pittsburgh and Cleveland. The total's down to 33. I released it under 33 and a half a couple of days ago. Uh, it's down to 33. I still like it. I mean, it's, you know, obviously Deshaun Watson's out for the Browns. Dorian Thompson Robinson is going to get the start. Now they, they may be looking ahead to the future there. Um, he did start once this year, and it was dreadful. He averaged 2.0 yards per pass play on his 41 pass plays this season, filling in for Watson. Um, he should be better than that in the second night. Because now he's worked with the first-team offense in practice. Uh, it was kind of a late scratch the first time he had to play, so he didn't get a lot of reps with the first-team offense in practice. So he should be better. But Cleveland's offensive line, uh, probably without his top three tackles, and a Pro Bowl guard, Wyatt Teller's out. So then you get T.J. Watt on one side of Pittsburgh's defensive line going up against a fourth-string tackle, James Hudson, who's allowed the third-most pressures in the league last week in his uh, in his start. And then on the other side of the Pittsburgh line is Alex Highsmith. He's in the top 20 in pass rushing efficiency, and he's up against Cleveland's fifth tackle. Um, so I don't think Tom Dorian Thompson Robinson is going to have a lot of time to throw. He's a good runner, um, but he's going to be running for his life for most for the most part. Um, you know, then you've got on the other side, you've got Cleveland. They're going to be in trouble too because you got Miles Garrett, uh, Cleveland's defensive line, going against Steelers left tackle Dan Moore. He's 50th out of 52 qualifying tackles in pass blocking efficiency. Miles Garrett's going to have at least one sack, probably. Um, and you think that, well, maybe we'll just go with the screen game um, because the other side of the line, you got, you got uh, Zadarius Smith, who's in the who's 10th in pass rushing. Fitzy going at the, going against Broderick Jones, who's making his fourth career start ever for the Steelers. So both defensive ends for Cleveland should do well. So you think, all right, screen game's going to work. Um, but Cleveland's third in the league in defending running backs in the pass game based on success rate. You say, well, maybe Pittsburgh can run the ball. No, Browns are fourth in the league in, in defensive run success rate allowed. So I don't know what Pittsburgh's going to do offensively. And then Cleveland's got their own issues on offense. Uh, I make it the, the predicted total of the models 29.9. And Mike Tomlin tends to be even more conservative on the road. Our under team on the road for a long time now, going back many years when the total is 49 or less uh, and they're on the road. It's 47, 15, and two under in all three road game of under Steelers this year. So uh, even though the total's low, I still like under. I'm just curious, and I don't even know if you have a meaningful sample size on this, but I'm sure it, it occurred to you to, to look up. Uh, to what What is the historical uh, over-under numbers on a total this low? Well, I could look it up if you give me a minute. <laughs> Not look it up, to be honest. But the thing is, my database goes back to 1980, and there were I mean, you'd have to say, well, you know, uh, since 2010 or, or or something like that. And I could quickly look that up if you've got a minute. Yeah, your, um, your, your audio got janky there. So I th- what I assume you said is that back in the day, there were plenty of these totals. Yeah, so there were a lot. So I'd say, I'd say, you know, if we're looking at since 2010 and we're looking at totals of 35 or less, let's say, um, uh, I can uh, so I can do this since 2010. All right. Less than or equal to thirty-five. Kelly will just and it's yeah, it's under. It's ten and it's ten and four under. Ten and four to ten and four to the including the last seven have gone under on totals of thirty-five or less. They can't make the total low enough. Yeah. 
So yeah. no, I mean, there you have a good question, and there's your answer. Thank you very much. Thank you very little. No, I used to say this about like you know in the in the postseason in baseball when I always use the the Phillies and the Giants when they were in you you remember in the early 2010s when they were in the postseason, Bob, and they you know it was Lincecum versus let's say it was uh, Halliday. I'm just going to throw out a matchup. It might not have been that exactly, but they could only make the total, total five and a half. Well, they, well, they couldn't even do that right in those days. They refused to. So it was like we'll make it six and a half, but we just you know six maybe. But like they couldn't go further, right? So this this might be a football. They couldn't go low enough. Yeah, yeah they couldn't go low yeah. enough. I played one of these. I played one of these under a few weeks ago. It was the Jets and the Giants. They were the total was thirty five, and maybe and it went lower after I released. But I bet the under in that game, and that one worked out. So yeah, can't bet, can't make the total low enough. Yeah. Uh, Bob, by the way, I just want you to know, Steve Fezzik has texted in. He goes, in the universe of sports bettors, Dr. Bob is impeccable in terms of giving out numbers that are real, most certainly widely available. There's a nice little compliment from uh, Mr. Fezzik right there. Oh, there you go. All right. All right. There you go. Bob, appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good week, guys. Dr. Bob, you too, at drbobsports, drbobsports.com on the old internets. Jason Weingarten joins us from under a cloud of smoke. What he's betting on, numbers game, Visa, the sports betting network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VEGAS. The crown is yours. Gil Alexander, it's Kelly Billen. Kelly, you okay, man? We haven't heard a lot from you this morning. Yeah, right, man. Good. You good? Good. Should I Ron Burgundy through some tweets? <laughs> That's so always uh, recommended. Yeah, always sure. recommended. Yeah. Judd O'Connor. Are we not going to mention today is college basketball degeneracy today? Yes. You can make a new preflop bet every 30 minutes for 11 hours. Good way to evaporate or build the bankroll before the mega Saturday slate. Uh, let me just say this. Preflop. What about in-game? This is, this is like a full-time job in-game day. Irresponsible betting Friday? Irresponsible bit of variety. LSU and North Texas tip off like now? Wow. <laughs> Phil Weiss, somebody in the media lying, talking about Carissa Thompson? No, impossible. Come on. Uh, angriest guy in Kentucky echoes that uh, very thought as well. Uh, Bruce Dobingen, been away, but wither Paul Carr. Don't see his picks on the site either. Wither Paul Carr, no, Kelly. No soccer. No soccer. Yeah. No, no Premier Champions League. League, no Premier League this week. I don't um, screwed up. Mike Stacks. How, I'm sorry. What are you mumbling? <laughs> People would like to hear your thoughts. I said no soccer this week unless I screwed up, which is definitely possible. <laughs> Mike Stacks. How many people do you think go out in Survivor this week and what teams get upset? I will be riding with those Texans for my Survivor. Hey, man, for those who are still alive in Survivor, first of all, congratulations to you in Circus Survivor. And by the way, we, we had a question the other way. How do you talk about Circus Survivor? There's only 609 people left. Uh, because it's proxy for all kinds of survivor pools around the country, both big and small, both local and non-local. Um, and so it serves that way. And yes, Circa does have a particular quirk with Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thanksgiving in quotes, meaning the three games this coming Thursday and the Black Friday game. Uh, 609 left. Intrinsic value of each remaining entry once again, Kelly, $17,034.93. That's the current intrinsic value. Remember, last year at this time, only 86 entries uh, remained. So uh, to answer your question, who, who do I think they go out with? That's a good question. I think if I had the commanders left, I'd play them. Let's start there. I don't think you go out with them. Well, maybe you do, but I still think you play them. Because there's no other place to play them, and if you have them available, 
Others do not. Some others do not. I think you play. It's also a good opportunity if you are if you're in the camp of you burned a lot of good teams early, which right? which like which this year that's how it's played out. Yeah. Everybody's burned everybody. Yeah. So like you might be getting a like you know I don't want to say a gift, but you're but you're getting getting a little bit of a gift uh, here with this game that you probably wouldn't have guessed was going to be this you know before the season. Detroit and Dallas are the two that in Circus Survivor you had to or you strategically were most likely to have saved. I would have pl- I would play Detroit, excuse me, Dallas this week and Detroit next week if I didn't have Washington and I had those teams left. Um, to answer this gentleman's question, who do I think is the most likely of the big favorites to lose outright? I'll tell you how I answered it on the Megapod because that's one of our uh, final questions on the Megapod yesterday. I said the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills to me um, because on any given Sunday or Monday, that team looks shaky to me. So uh, the Bills who are what, seven-point favorites currently? Yes, seven-point favorites um, this weekend hosting the Jets. That would be the shakiest to me. Jason Weingarten joins us from under a cloud of smoke at Spreadopedia. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. Pretty How good. you doing? We're doing very well. I thought there was more coming after pretty good. What's, what's on your mind, man? What are you betting on? What's, uh, what is in your account right now? All sorts of stuff. Did you, uh, you didn't happen to catch the uh, Wisconsin 6A state football championship yesterday, did you? I know there was a lot going on with the F1 practice and stuff. Yeah, they, uh, they control my TV too, so I wasn't able to watch that. No, well, how was that? How'd that go down? It was pretty crazy. The, uh, the team that won the, uh, the field goal kicker kicked a, a game-winning 32-yard field goal. The twist is, or was, he is a German foreign exchange student who has never kicked a field goal in a football game before. His first kick was a game-winning 32-yard field goal to win state. So uh, oh. it's kind of one of those things like the Malaysian women's basketball where, <laughs> yes. you know, you always you always see new cool stuff if you're looking for it. I did you. I thought you were going to say, and I had ten dimes on this game. I thought that's what you're <laughs> going to end in that sentence with. No, not quite. No, I wish. You know, they used to used to have some sites that would uh, would book the Texas State uh, football championships, which mm-hmm. start next week, usually yeah. the week of Thanksgiving. But I don't I don't see the the high school football stuff much anymore. Um, probably for the best. Is there anything, I think this is a worthwhile question once in a while for you. Cause people land on the show and they're, they're like, who's this guy? Is there anything you wouldn't bet on Jason? Is there something that you, uh, in your moral code would not bet on? Is it little league baseball? Like, what is it? Is there something? Well, I'll certainly bet on little league baseball. I don't, I mean, look, my opinion on little league baseball is if you don't want people betting on it, ESPN shouldn't put it on TV and shove cameras in the kids' faces. Like, I think it's gross that you shove cameras in the little kids' faces when they're crying afterwards. I think that's that's way worse than the betting, you know, a couple hundred bucks on whatever team to beat whatever team. Um, you know, stuff that I wouldn't bet on. Uh, I saw an offshore put up odds on the Special Olympics this summer, and I mean, that just that made me reconsider who who I was friends with, mm-hmm. who I was communicating with. Uh, made me really reconsider a lot of things in my life because I was mostly just embarrassed to be associated with with the people that that thought that was okay. Good for you. So I mean, I yeah. guess there's a line somewhere. Um, but yeah, every once in a while you see something so messed up that it it makes you reconsider what you're doing with with your life and gambling. And one of the offshores posting Special Olympics stuff made me realize I needed uh, needed to do a better job selecting my friends and who I talk to that's a great answer that's a great answer to the question there is a line somewhere for everybody uh that is certainly one for sure uh, okay i mean the thing is you just the, 
Sorry, I was just going to say, the more time you spend in gambling, I mean, you just realize eventually, sooner or later, like, I do it because it's fun. I enjoy it. I get to hang out with cool people. But, like, eventually you find stuff that you don't like and you just ignore it. You know, it's there's a lot of stuff going on out there. You just focus on what, what you like. Like anything. All right, what do you have in your account? Week 11 or college football or anything? What do you got in there? So a lot of golf, a lot of golf this weekend, golf around the world. I got, uh, got Thurston Lawrence in the Dubai, uh, Dubai championship, whatever they call it. I can never really keep up with half these names anymore. The DP world tour championship. Although I am looking to fade Thurston Lawrence in his, uh, third round matchups. I got some, some Rose Zhang as, as usual. She's three under. Fortunately, that's still six shots off the lead. Uh, she's been shooting every round in the, mid to high 60s the last couple weeks can't really get a win or anything but it's it's hard to be like oh she's playing poorly and then every round of hers is under par so you know she's definitely trending in the right direction we'll get another win from her sooner or later although i don't uh don't think that's going to happen this year and then i even have some some money in uh in japan on the uh phoenix dunlop which is one of the bigger events in japan i have kazu higa over there Hopefully I can get one golf winner this weekend, but I'm not, you know, <laughs> a, a, not counting on it. A menu of golf bets as I asked for football. Silly me. Um, okay. What about the football, though, Jason? Well, what do we got? You want to know what I'm betting on uh, on football this weekend? Please. You want to know what's going on sure. in the NFL That's and a, everything? Yeah, great thought. Yeah, what are you betting on? What do you got? Yeah, so uh, it's actually, I said last week was a pretty slow week in NFL, and I think this week might even be slower. Um, I got the Jets plus seven against the Bills. You mentioned you thought the Bills could be uh, one of those teams that lose outright. I took the seven there. I took three with the Green Bay Packers at home. I seem to uh, be betting the Packers a lot this year, and it's kind of been uh, a poor run. But, uh, you know, I mentioned we talked a couple days ago. I said something about C.J. Stroud for uh, MVP. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, don't, I don't think he's going to win. Like, I, I want him to win. I think it'd be very cool to see a rookie win MVP. But 20 to 1 right now is not a price you could really get, get down on. Um, but I do think the other quarterback in the state of Texas, Dak Prescott, 28 to 1, 25 to 1. I think that's a really good number. Oh, interesting. Did you bet that? That's in your account? Yeah. Yeah, I bet that this week. You know, they got the, I think it was uh, Panthers. Yeah, they get the Panthers this week. So, you know, you get that Dallas going into going into Thursday, Thanksgiving. You never know. They put up a, a big couple weeks. Dak gets back into that race. I don't I don't think anyone's necessarily running away with it right now. All right. In college football, what did you land on? Not much. Season's almost over. I don't know how that happened. It seemed like we were it's just incredible. talking about Colorado. Now all of a sudden we're uh, we're getting ready for bowl games. Uh, mentioned I'm probably going to end up on Oregon State and Washington game. That that did happen. I bet uh, I bet Oregon State against Washington. Washington getting two points, and then uh, UNLV plus three. I think that's a good number against an Air Force team coming off that uh, that loss in Hawaii. And congratulations, Jason, on Gunnar Henderson. We got a lot of tweets about that, thanking you for the Gunnar Henderson call. Did you win any other baseball awards besides that one? Small, small stuff. I had a little bit on Otani, nothing exciting. Gunnar Henderson was really the uh, the main winner this year. All in all, I, I don't think it was my, my best future year. It was still profitable, but, um, you know, I... 
kind of kind of had a feeling that the favorites in a lot of the markets were properly priced this year and they were you know you saw Cunha and uh, Corbin Carroll and guys that were short numbers at the beginning of the season win and they deserve to win so you know, that's that. We move on to next year. They did. No surprises. Jason, thank you. Have a great weekend, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. You guys do have a great weekend. Enjoy the race. Kelly and I with our football plays, and yes, we'll enjoy the race. Next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Split bets. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter better year round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. Um, I'd normally read some tweets here at the end, Kelly, but it is overrun. And this is where this is where it gets to. Like if we were doing regular sports talk radio, you could do an hour on the Carissa Thompson thing. Yeah, you could. You really could, because it's fat. And by the way, that's the, so the people tweeting are like going at each other with it, and everybody's making great points about. It. And I just want to shout out Mariners Geek. I'm not going to read the tweet, but Mariners Geek, you're a thousand percent right about what you're saying because that's that's kind of what I was getting at in the uh, when we were talking about earlier, which is not everyone is a is as privileged mm-hmm. in so many ways. They don't get to be so just casual about what they do yeah it's, and that's uh, what rubs people wrong. yeah i hear you and, yeah. and it's worth it's worth saying but like we I, we have known and worked with a lot of sideline reporters before oh my gosh do i admire like, almost every single one of them i've ever worked with admire their work ethic the work they put into it the seriousness they put into their journalistic integrity when it comes to stuff like this so it's I just feel bad for all of them right now. Male, female, I don't really care. I mean, they're, they're, there's been sideline sideline reporters too. Like you're putting in the work to get those stories from the coaches, from the players. It's just, I feel bad for them today. Yeah. Um, all right. Which brings us to our week eleven bets, bets that we already have on po- in pocket, and really, uh, this is the time of week where we're like, all right, we got to get five for our uh, contest. Kelly, you already put in your five contests. Already started huh? with an L, baby. Yeah, the Bengals yesterday. Bengals last night, yeah. And you can't really be blamed for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry I, about that. I had such a mental, because I texted you too, where I was like, I'm going back and forth. And, you know, like we talked about the other day, if you're going to play Thursday night, you better have four that you're ready, ready to, prepared to play, right? And I kind of sat down and was looking over games yesterday, and I'm like, 
I think I like the Bengals best as my fifth team. Wow. So I think I'm going to go with this. And yeah, it just completely backfired. But I'm standing there. I'm like, Gil, after two losing weeks, you've surpassed me in the leaderboard. I've dropped like a uh, like a stone in a lake uh, <laughs> down the leaderboard on Circa Millions. I was like, I'm going to war with my best men. Give me, give me the best quarterbacks. I'm going to battle with them. And then, yeah. Yeah. Joe Burrow. Here's the three Thanks, I know. Bengals. <laughs> Sorry about that, man. Here's the three I know I'm going to have in the contest. I, I have already bet these games. Uh, this will be no surprise because we talked about them as early as guessing lines and really through the week. And the whole trust the guessing lines instinct strategy has just been fabulous. Um, first of all, back to the Browns for a second. The Browns are the obviously the most drama of the week uh, outside of last night's game. I liked them with Deshaun at four, minus four. The Browns hosting the Steelers. I liked him at minus two and a half when we thought it was PJ Walker. <laughs> I like him at minus one with DTR. I do not un- like, I know people immediately run to the, to the Steelers side on this. We all know how smoke and mirrors the Steelers have been. Oh, I don't. I'm not, I, I I'm not running the Steelers side. I'm not saying you yeah, are. Yeah. I'm saying a lot of people are. And I just, I don't buy into that. I think the Browns have the best unit on the field by far in that defense. Um, the Steelers magic carpet, right? I, I referred to the Eagles that way earlier. That has to end at some point. I think this is where it ends. And I think uh, Dr. Bob said this sentence in there. I don't know if you caught it where he's like DTR won't be that bad as he was that first game. Um, and I think the Browns figure this out uh, in a very low total game. So I'm going with the Browns there. A, it's a, it's hard to be as bad as he was in that <laughs> that one game. Right? It is. It's just like that. It was is. like rock bottom and clearly this team is in a playoff race, right? Like clearly this coaching staff thinks there is a, pr- a pretty clear separation between what DTR and PJ Walker bring to the table. How are the Steelers scoring? I, I don't know. I, um, I, I don't know. Can is the pick- question one should I ask. mean, Kenny Pickett looked great in the preseason too, you know, <laughs> just like DTR did. Um, this is okay. So t- I want to ask you a question about this game though. Steelers Browns where it's at right now. One, there is a couple one and a halves out there. If you are not, on the Browns side and you don't really like the Browns side like you do. Is this an automatic teaser leg or no? Uh, automatic might be a little dramatic, but it's absolutely a consideration. Yeah. Yeah. Especially given the total, right? It's just crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy. I would that, say that for either team. Right. Given the total. That's just math. I'm wondering how this is going to move too. Cause I, this would be a great teaser position to be able to get both sides. <laughs> and again, you can tease them together if you want to. Yeah. Um, I'm also on the Vikings. You know that from guessing lines as well. And throughout the week, um, I actually grabbed the money line initially. You can actually get a, a, about a nickel better than I can on the money line right now. Uh, I have them plus the points in the contest as well. Uh, I just feel like the Broncos showed me nothing in victory. They tried to give that game to the Bills the other night. Yes, the Broncos defense is vastly better than it was when it gave up 70 points. But I'll say it again. I think the Vikings, I, by the way, I said it on the Megapod yesterday and I had a chorus of, of uh, agreement on it. I, I do think the Vikings are better off with a mobile quarterback like Josh Dobbs than they are with Kirk Cousins in, in crunch time on this. And I, uh, I'm going to take the Vikings plus the two and a half in the contest because you're giving me points. Give me the points. I actually took them in a, in a bet, uh, though, on the money line. Third play in the contest and in my betting account is the Chiefs minus two and a half. Now, this largely falls under the category of uh, by the way, the Vikings are a great teaser leg as a uh, as a dog yeah, too. It yep. should be pointed. Out. I mean, th- that's where I've got so many teasers teaser yeah. legs that I haven't made a bet yet. We went over teaser time yesterday, but it's just they're all circling in my head. Chiefs minus two and a half against the Eagles. I think this is where the Eagles' run ends. I think 
the Chiefs defense is actually going to stymie them here. And I think Patrick Mahomes uh, and Travis Kelsey both. By the way, I got J-Rod on Twitter was asking me to ask people and I forgot like, hey, what do you think? Do you think like the Taylor Swift presence, you know, is going to is going to make you should make people bet like overs on Travis Kelsey props because they'll feed him the ball in a way that they otherwise wouldn't. Oh, uh, I so, hate to say it, but there is that trend going. There right? is that. Like, yes. Don't uh, worry. Their parents are meeting at the game on Sunday. Yes. So I hear very excited. Uh, Chief, can you can you sense the excitement in my voice? Someone check my pulse. Chief, so Chiefs minus two and a half. As long as this is under three, I think the Chiefs, who, by the way, that defense stymied the Dolphins. And I know the Dolphins got it from 21 nothing to 21 to 14 with the ball. But uh, I think this is, you know, and everybody knows the Andy Reid off the buy stuff that he is uh, impeccable. So the Chiefs are my third play. Those are the three that are going to be contest plays. Now, who's going to be four and five is the question. If you listen to the Megapod, and by the way, again, let me just urge you to do so. The Beating the Book Megapod with uh, Will Hill, Todd Wishnev, and myself. This week, Cleve T.A. from uh, Twitter. He makes a passionate case. Are you ready for this? For the Carolina Panthers plus the points. Yeah, yeah. Hosting uh, the Dallas it. Cowboys. Can't do it, Gil. Can't do it. Understand it. Can't bring yourself Not to playing do the it. dang Panthers again this year. Jeez. What did you end up with his bets? I only have one in my account so far. Oh, wow. One. You get? That is from the opening opening lines. I uh, bet late six and a half uh, with the Jags. Um, that's up to seven now. Uh, you know, I think like Matt was talking about a lot, is there, is there a pretty clear separation that the Jaguars are not in that upper echelon of teams? Yeah, I think there is. I think that they they can beat up on a Titans team at, the, at home. Derrick Henry might get his yardage. I think that's the only thing I'm concerned about here. I think, did Matt have a teaser? I, I think it's a good teaser leg from that too. Uh, if you wanted to attack it that way. Yeah, the Jags commanders. Yeah, yeah Jags commanders, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so I, I think it is a good teaser leg too if you want to kind of, if you think Derrick Henry's going to be able to run on the Jags and kind of keep this score a little closer and then take the air out of the ball. I mean, I think that's going to be the Titans offensive strategy, no matter what um, with Will Levis back there, you're just trying to keep things close against the division leader in Jacksonville. But I, I think this offense can, this offense and defense bounce back a little bit against a bad team uh, like the Titans are right now. So late the six and a half there, I, there's a couple other bets I'm looking at Gil, but that's all I got right now. It's just, who were your five in the contest? My five in the contest were Bengals, Jags, Dolphins, Chiefs, and Bills. All wow, faves. you are All laying, faves. laying yeah, some laying favorites it. right there. I told, I told you, man, I was going go to battle with, with the guys I trust. So you didn't bet the Dolphins at 10, but you, you laid the 13 and a half in the contest or whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah. But like that's the, right? Like that's the, you got to pick five, right? Yeah, you still like five. it. I, 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 you know, what did Brian Rogers say off the air over here? Like, I, looking at alts in that game, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think the Dolphins could absolutely blow the doors off the Raiders. I said this on the Megapod yesterday. Joe Pita has said that those of us who are right around 60%, if we, if we can get, this is well, way easier said than done, but his comment was, if you can get one 5-0 and oh, and then three and two it the rest of the way in, you're going to cash. Okay. There you go. Way easier said than done. This this took till it got to fourteen before there was any resistance. Yeah, the Raiders fourteen side. would be. Yeah, like those popped last night, I think, and finally got bet bet down. The five and five Raiders in the thick of the playoff picture of the AFC. This is yeah, man, we're running out of time, but like you know, we're in that third quarter of the NFL right now. So many teams have adjusted to each other. It's just, it, I think it's even harder and harder this time of year to find bets. But this is you know kind of pro tip if you bet other sports. Like I'm betting a lot of NBA, right? So like my attention's a little bit more focused over there. Visa.com slash picks for every pick from all of us uh, hosts. 
guests, not only on this show, but throughout the network. They're all there. All my football and tennis. 14 and one run on the Megapod. Beating the book Megapod. Check oh. out the uh, podcast. F1, I hate you. Make this weekend <laughs> go quick. Uh, we've done all we could do. Best Bets is, is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 